There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Quarantine crawlers. Quarantine crawlers. Yeah. Yes. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, um, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows? We might even solve a case. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. Web crawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, merchandise discounts. And we decided Netflix on Chrome has an extension called Netflix Party. Yeah. And you can like watch Netflix movies as a group. Um, And there's like a chat option. It doesn't like show your video, but like you can chat on the side while the movie's going. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's like synced for everyone. You can just kind of like tune in and like follow along. And how does it work? Does it like show you like you can invite people or like shows you a link? I think there's just a link that you send people and people can just join it. And then there's just like a streaming chat down the side. Dope. So if you join Melissa's kitties going insane um, and he has a cone on his head. (laughs) um, If you join our Patreon, you can take part in some of uh, some Netflix party showings that we'll start doing next week. Yeah, we'll put the links on Patreon. Yeah, we'll put the links on Patreon privately. So maybe we'll do some like true crime docs or maybe some horror movies. Who knows? Someone suggested 
that we watch The Room, <laughs> which is... I know, I saw that. Is it on Netflix? I think so. I would so do that. It's so weird. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. If dogs eat paper towel, is that bad? No. It, like, dissolves, right? My cat has eaten everything, and the only <laughs> thing that required surgery a few days ago was a hair tie. <laughs> was a hair tie. Okay, so just don't eat hair yeah, tie. Yeah, paper's fine. Paper's fine. Okay, cool. So join our Patreon if you want to do that. It's a fun thing to do while you're stuck in your house for the next year. So for merch, you can go to webcrawlerspod.com or... Hothorse.horse if you're if nasty. If you're nasty. But... I got an email from Printful. It's our, our fulfillment center. And they said that they have everything is on hold because they're not oh. having people send out things. Oh, so you know what? Don't buy from us right now. Yeah, we'll let you know when it's back up. You can buy something, but it might not ship for a while. We don't know yeah, when. Yeah, that's annoying. So yeah. we'll let you know when it's back up. Yeah, I would say just don't because I don't, I, don't I don't want you to wait like, three months and then we get an email being like where's my shit and then we're like has nothing to do with us so just like don't buy from us right now that's responsible yeah who's buying shit anyway right now yeah we're all poor except join our patreon <laughs> yes <laughs> um and then erios has a hotline i'll insert, insert jingle, jingle here <laughs> 626 we're getting amazing messages. <laughs> I might are. have, I think I found a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So keep them coming and we'll play them in the mini episodes. Melissa, who are our patrons? We have Michael G, Patrick M, and Lauren L. Thank you guys so much. And they will be able to take part in our Netflix parties, yeah. which is so exciting for them. Uh, <laughs> should we get into our main episode for the day? Yes. Our main episode. Is about Ed Gain. Hell yeah, baby. He, Ed Gain, is also known as the Butcher of Plainfield or the Plainfield Ghoul, which I've, I've never heard him called that, but those are cool names. I agree. He was a murderer and a body snatcher who had a penchant for cutting off body parts, keeping victims' organs in jars, and creating homemade chairs, masks, and lampshades with their skin. So sick. <laughs> Sounds like Allie's uh, Match.com profile. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of fish. Was his unhealthy obsession with his overbearing mother to blame? Will Allie think he is hot? Obviously. <laughs> Let's find Let's out. Let's find out. Also, side note, he was, and we talk about this later, but he was the inspiration for the guy in Psycho and Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Buffalo Bill. Yeah, so. He's an inspirational man. He's he's an inspirational <laughs> man. <laughs> we got an email, by the way, we're like, we say this in jest because we got an email la of someone being like, they're pulling from our Patreon because we like the Unabomber. Like, <laughs> we don't like the Unabomber. Like, we know he's bad. <laughs> yeah, we, we said that he's a terrible person, but maybe this person yeah. didn't finish the whole episode. Yeah, so we, we don't like Ed Gain. We're joking. But 
or do we? <laughs> yeah, this- I, <laughs> I wouldn't be so sure, actually, guys. Don't listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, some history on Ed Gain. So he was born in La Crosse County, Wisconsin on August 27th. 1906. Ed Gain is a Virgo. Oh, I'm a Pisces. That's the op- that's the opposite sign of me. Oh, interesting. That's the exact opposite. So we probably would feel sexually charged by one another. <laughs> cool. <laughs> he had one older brother, Henry. His mother, Augusta, hated her husband, George. He mm. was an alcoholic and he couldn't keep a job. Mm. He owned a local grocery shop for a few years, but then he sold the business, and then the family left the city to live in isolation on a 155-acre farm in the town of Plainfield, Wisconsin. Maria would like that. Yeah, it kind of sounds nice. It is nice. I've been looking at houses on farms and stuff. Yeah, (laughs) they're pretty nice. (laughs) Augusta kept her sons extremely isolated and turned away outsiders who could have influenced her sons. Then Ed left the farm only to attend school. When outside of school, he spent most of his time doing chores on the farm. Oof. Maybe his mother was just worried about coronavirus. Maybe. <laughs> Augusta was a religious fanatic. She preached to her boys about the innate immortality of the world, the evil of drinking, and her belief that all women, except for herself, were naturally promiscuous and instruments of the devil. Agreed. Every afternoon, she read the Bible to her sons, usually selecting verses concerning death, murder, and divine retribution. So Ed was shy, and the classmates and teachers remembered him as having strange mannerisms, like random laughter, as if he were laughing at his own jokes. Well, oh my god, like the like Joker. The Joker. <gasps> yeah, like that's the Joker. right. To make matters worse, his mother punished him whenever he tried to make friends. Oh, no. Despite his poor social development, he did fairly well in school, particularly in reading. Good for him. Yeah. There were a lot of deaths in his immediate family. His father, for example, when Ed was 34, his dad died of heart failure caused by his alcoholism. Ed and his brother began doing odd jobs around town to help cover living expenses. Ed also frequently babysat for neighbors He enjoyed babysitting because he seemed to relate more easily to children than adults. Ed's brother Henry worried about Ed's attachment to their mother and often spoke ill of her around Ed, who responded with shock and hurt. So he was a real mama's boy. He was a real mama's boy. Then his brother. In 1944, Henry and Ed were burning away vegetation on the property. The fire got out of control and firefighters had come to extinguish it. Ed reported his brother missing. A search party found Henry's dead body lying face down. Apparently, he had been dead for some time, and it appeared that the cause of death was heart failure since he had not been burned by the fire. Yeah, weird. Yeah, that is weird. It was later reported uh, that Henry had bruises on his head, which is obviously suspicious. Yeah, he didn't die from the fire. Weird. Yeah, that was my my dog just farted. That was stinky, bud. He looked at he he looked at me so guilty. <laughs> the police dismissed the possibility of foul play, and the country coroner. <laughs> I'm the country and, coroner, <laughs> and the and the county coroner later officially listed asphyxiation as the cause of death. 
The authorities accepted the accident theory, but no official investigation was conducted and an autopsy was not performed. Some suspected that Ed killed his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, if he didn't die in the fire. And he and was, then like, it was, saying it, bad things about their mother, who he was, like, obsessed with. Yeah, and he had bruises on his head and then, like, died of a quote-unquote heart attack and asphyxiation. Like, it sounds like, it sounds like Ed started beating him in the head, then somehow choked him or, or yeah. um, suffocated him in some way, maybe with, like, a bag or something over his head. And then he got so, ups- like... Henry got so nervous or whatever, he died of a heart attack. Yeah, it's possible. Okay, then the mother. Ed and his mother were now alone, just like Ed wanted. Mm -hmm. Augusta had a paralyzing stroke shortly after Henry's death, and Ed devoted himself to taking care of her. Sometime in 1945, Ed and his mother visited a man named Smith, who lived nearby to purchase straw. According to Ed, Augusta witnessed Smith beating a dog. A woman inside the Smith home came outside and yelled for him to stop, but Smith beat the dog to death? No. Augusta was extremely upset by this. However, what bothered her did not appear to be the brutality toward the dog, but rather the presence of the woman. Augusta told Ed that the woman was not married to Smith, so she had no business being there. Imagine seeing a dog being beaten. <laughs> you're like, who's that woman in the house? Is she married yeah, they're, to <laughs> they're living in sin. <laughs> Augusta called her Smith's harlot. Well, that's what she was. Yeah. She had a second stroke soon after, and her health deteriorated rapidly. She died on December 29th, 1945, at the age of 67. Ed was devastated. In the words of author Harold Schechter, he had lost his only friend and his one true love, and he was absolutely alone in the world. Damn. I wonder, like, was she, like, like cool to be around, though? Well, she was I very controlling. And- I know, but, like, after that, like, was she, like, was she controlling? <laughs> and then she was like, why don't I, why don't I get us some ice cream? Probably. They were probably, they were probably doing sex stuff. Oh, Ooh, no. Yeah. Allie, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I'm sure they were doing weird sex stuff. Oh, God. For the next 10 years after his family died, Ed kept the farm and earned money from odd jobs. He hoarded up rooms. He boarded up. (laughs) He hoarded rooms. He hoarded rooms. He boarded up rooms used by his mother, including the upstairs, downstairs parlor, and living room, leaving them untouched. While the rest of the house became increasingly squalid, these rooms remained pristine. It's so weird. Yeah. Ed lived in a small... It's like keeping them like a shrine to his mom. Yeah. Ed lived in a small room next to the kitchen. Around this time, he became interested in reading pulp magazines, which what those are like horny magazines, right? Yeah. And adventure stories, particularly those involving cannibals, Uh not normal... Or Nazis. That's just some light reading. Yeah, seriously. And then, on the morning of November 16th, 1957, a hardware store owner, Bernice Warden, disappeared. So a Plainfield resident reported that the hardware store's truck had been driven out from the rear of the building at around 9.30 a.m. Bernice Warden's son, Deputy Sheriff Frank Warden, 
entered the store around 5 p.m. to find the cash register open at bloodstains on the floor. You don't fuck with the deputy's mother. No. He was pissed. So Frank Warden told investigators that Ed Gain had been in the store the night before his mother's disappearance and that he would return the next morning for a gallon of antifreeze. And a sales slip for a gallon of antifreeze was the last receipt written by Warden on the morning she disappeared. Uh And on the evening of the same day, Ed was arrested and his farm was searched. There, they discovered Bernice's decapitated body in a shed, hung upside down by her legs with a crossbar at her ankles and ropes at her wrists. Oh my god. The torso was, quote, dressed out like a deer. She had been shot with a twenty-two caliber rifle, and the mutilations were made after her death. But that's not all they found. Hell yeah, everybody buckle up. While searching the rest of the house, authorities found a lot of disturbing things. Yeah. They found whole human bones and fragments, a waste basket made of human skin, human skin covering several chair seats. This is like Project Runway, but the but the, the only material you can use is human. <laughs> if you can only use each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just like a really, you know. Yeah, he's a prolific designer. How do you even yeah. know how to do that, though? His mom probably taught him how to sew yeah. and stuff. But then they how did make he know like, how to cut? Like, okay, like say I cut like someone's skin. How there are pictures know- of the stuff online. Oh, I yeah. saw some. But I'm just saying, like, Hoop, this was before the internet. How did he know how to cut skin in, like, the right proportions? Well, it's like well, because a if deer, he, you know? Yeah, if he lived on a farm, he was probably butchering animals and yeah. knew how to skin them. It's the same as... Skinning a deer is the same as skinning a human. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Allie Siegel, 2020. <laughs> Let me tell you. There were also skulls on his bedposts. Whoa. Which is, that's very goth of him. Yeah, it is. Uh, female skulls, some with the tops so- sawn off. Yeah. He was probably eating. <laughs> they made it, made him into bulls. Oh. Uh, yeah, bulls made from human yeah. skulls. <laughs> okay. By the way, I mean, we discussed this. He didn't kill all these people. He was also like a grave robber. Yeah, these were bodies he dug up. Yeah. There's a corset made from a female torso skinned from shoulders to waist. Ugh leggings made from human leg skin oh my god which is probably better quality than those paper thin <laughs> lularoe leggings true also ahead of the trend on leggings because that was yeah, like true. they weren't 50s. very on they weren't on the market at that time do you think that he shaved the legs the shaved the leg skin oh or you know you i think that i yeah well i don't know well actually when you die if you're a corpse is their hair still on your... Okay. Yeah, well, I don't think the hair just vanishes. Google, Maria, Google our corpses hairy. Hairy corpses? No. Yeah, Google <laughs> hairy corpses. It's too early. No, it's 9.21 a.m. I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, there are also masks made from the skin of female heads. Oof. Which I was saying you could really use those with the mask shortage right now. For sure. Mary Hogan's face mask in a paper bag. She was one of she was the second per- person that he murdered. He only murdered two yeah. women. Yeah. Uh Mary Hogan's skull in a box. <laughs> I got my skull in a box. It's oh, my skull Allie. in a box. <laughs> Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack. 
Oh my god. Bernice Warden's heart. This feels this feels like a game of Mad Libs. It's it's really <laughs> wild. So Bernice Warden's heart in a plastic bag near the stove and this is what made people think he was a cannibal. Yeah. But I he said he wasn't. Well, if he said. If I was a cannibal and someone asked, I would say I wasn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so he's maybe making heart soup, I don't know. Nine vulva in a shoebox. Yeah. A young girl's dress and the vulvas of two females judged to have been about 15 years old. A belt made from female human nipples. Oh, my God. Four noses. Oh, my God. This is like, um, what's that Christmas song? (laughs) It's the 12th days of Ed Gain. (laughs) Nine vulva in a shoebox. Four noses. What is he going to do with all this stuff? Like, I get it. He, like, wore it or whatever. But, like, did he also really like fashion? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. He was just a very talented do-it-yourselfer. A pair of lips on a window shade drawstring. Ew. A lampshade made from the skin of a human face. Fingernails from female fingers. A nipple doorbell. What? But I was wondering, is this a doorbell that he used outside of his house? Like, were mailmen or visitors pressing it, thinking that it was like... A real doorbell. I don't know. Like, could you tell? Let's see. Ed Gain. Yeah, what did that doorbell nipple, look like? Nipple doorbell. Oh, my. You, no, I don't want it. Are there pictures of it? No, but there's, I mean, there's, if there's pictures of everything. I mean. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. There's some shoes. I mean, he made, he made human. Shoes. Oh yeah. my god. Unless it's made by unless there's another guy who did this too. Oh the gloves. Oh my god, this is actually making me a little nauseous. Gloves made from hands. Which is pretty clever actually cuz Look at this nipple, this nipple belt. Do you see the nipple belt? Oh yes. Ew. That is so gross. Wow. I mean it's it's a little impressive, but it's also so gross. That's really nauseating. That just made me want to pass out. That's disgusting. Okay. That's really disgusting. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When questioned, Ed told investigators that between 1947 and 1952, he made as many as 40 uh, night visits to three local graveyards to exhume recently buried bodies while he was in a daze-like state. Mm -hmm. Weird. Maybe he was on drugs or just like, I don't know. Or probably that's some manic episode or something. Um, On about 30 of those visits... He said he came out of the days while in the cemetery, left the grave in good order, and returned home empty-handed. Oh, like he just woke up in the grave and was like, ah, what am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I wonder, oh, maybe he had multiple personalities. He did have schizophrenia, I believe. Oh, like dissociative disorder or something. On the other occasions, he dug up the graves of recently buried middle-aged women he thought resembled his mother Uh. and took the bodies home, where he tanned their skins to make paraphernalia. Soon after his mother's death, Ed began to create a woman suit so that he could become his mother to literally crawl into her skin. No. Yes. Ed denied having sex with the bodies he exhumed, saying that they smelled too bad. Fair. Well, he definitely wouldn't want to have sex with me. During <laughs> during quarantine, during state crime laboratory interrogation, Ed also admitted to the shooting death of Mary Hogan, a tavern owner missing since 1954, whose head was found in his house. Huh. So then there was a trial. On November 21st, 1957, Ed was arraigned on one count of first-degree murder where he pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. He was diagnosed with schizophrenia and found mentally incompetent. He was sent to the Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, which is now the Dodge Correctional Institution, sponsored by Dodge Trucks, (laughs) in a maximum security facility in Wappen, Wisconsin, and was later transferred to the Mendona State Hospital in Madison, Wisconsin. 11 years later, in 1968, doctors determined Ed was mentally able to participate in his defense. The trial began on November 7, 1968, and lasted one week. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that would go pretty quick. Um, A psychiatrist testified that Ed had told him that he did not know whether the killing of Bernice Warden was intentional or accidental. Ed had told him that while he examined a gun in Warden's store, the gun went off, killing Warden. Uh I mean, even if it's quote-unquote accidental, all the stuff that you did afterwards proved that you were, like, into murder. Ed testified that after trying to load a bullet into the rifle, it discharged. Okay, so you loaded the gun 
if you load the gun and then it accidentally discharges, like you loaded the gun to begin with. He said he had not aimed the rifle at Warden and did not remember anything else that happened this morning. Um, Ed was found guilty, but then a second trial dealt with Ed's sanity. After testimony by doctors, uh, the judge ruled Ed not guilty by reason of insanity huh. and ordered him committed. To, so this is like the same thing over again. Yeah. Like, just like keep him in the loony bin. Committed to Central State Hospital for the criminally insane. He spent the rest of his life in that mental hospital. Yeah. So he never went to like an actual prison or a jail. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, that's not... I mean, he killed two people, so that doesn't qualify as a serial killer. Right, because it's three or more, right? Yeah. So, I mean, th- this is just, like, weird grave robbing and, like, skinning people. That's pretty insane. That's yeah. insane stuff. Yeah. Ed's 1949 Ford sedan, which he used to haul the bodies of his victims, was sold, ew, yeah. at public auction for $760 which is the equivalent of 6,720 Which is crazy. Yeah, who would want that? To Carnival Sideshow Operator Bunny Gibbons. And Gibbons charged Carnival goers 25 cents admission to see it. Cool. Yeah, weird. So then Ed died due to respiratory failure in lung cancer on July 26, 1984, at the age of 77. He, like we said, he's the inspiration for TV and movies. He's inspiration for Norman Bates from Psycho. Yeah, that makes sense. Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Also makes sense. And Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. As we said, he's a huge inspiration to so many of us. Huge inspiration. (laughs) But Buffalo Bill was a transsexual... Yeah, and like Ed made it clear that like he was he was not. Yeah, because people think that he was trying to make like a woman suit to turn to a woman, but he just wanted to, like he said, crawl inside of his mother or something. Yeah, he wanted to be close to his mom, or maybe it's like getting back in his mom's womb, kind of. Oh, thing. yeah, I'm this weird. Thing on health psychology consultancy, I don't know if there's any truth to this, but this person is saying. That Ed was so attached to his mother that he did not know where he, she ended and he be, he began. He could only relate to himself via his mother. So when she she was gone, he had a need to try and revive himself. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. This manifested through collecting parts of dead bodies and that reminded him of, of his mother, as well as wanting a sex change, anything to be closer to his mother. Yeah, that's weird. So I found this thing that that Errol Morris and Werner Herzog attempted to collaborate on a film project. Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. (laughs) About Ed Gein from 1975 to 1976. And Errol Morris interviewed Ed several times and ended up spending almost a year in Plainfield interviewing dozens of locals. And then Errol and Werner planned to secretly exhume gain's mother from her grave to test a theory but they never followed through on the scheme what it eventually the ended their collaboration what was the theory so the theory they looked up the theory apparently errol morris went to the graveyard where ed dug up all his bodies and he noticed that the graves formed a circle around ed's mom's grave oh so he told this to george arndt who's like an ed gain specialist and he said that there's prob- probably underground tunnels leading to his mother's grave. <gasps> that was his theory. So they went to the graveyard, and this George went, George Arndt finds a big stick, and Errol puts his ear on the ground near Ed's mother's graves. 
And then George hits the ground while Errol listens for hollow sounds to hear if that was like correct, but they didn't hear anything. Maybe it was some sort of satanic ritual he was trying to do and he was trying to like bring his mom back from the dead. Yeah, because uh, it's like, why didn't he just dig up his mother directly? Maybe it was like some weird... Why? Yeah, why didn't he dig up his mother's body? Maybe it was like too real for him or like too too much to see his mom's dead body. Maybe, although if they haven't exhumed his mom's body, how do we know for sure that it's there? That's true. Right? He didn't dig up his mom? No. No. It was just women who recently died who he thought like reminded him of his mother do we think why do i think that he ate his mom i mean i don't think that's not reported but like what if he ate his mom i could see that happening it says the first body he dug up was his mother's that's because i've read conflicting reports that said he didn't dig up his mother and some that said he did so i'm not sure which is real because on Wikipedia, I think it says he did not dig up his mother. It was only other women. Where are you seeing that, Maria? I typed in Ed Gain, Doug mom. <laughs> and Doug. Then this <laughs> and, then, um, and then the question comes up, did Ed Gain dig up his mother? And then this is from Radf- Um um, after several visits, he began to dig up corpses. The first body he dug up was that of his mother. Oh, weird. I, I don't. Well, let's get to the bottom of that. You know, it would make. I mean, it would make sense for him to dig up his mother. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, I'm. I'm seeing most. I'm not seeing that anywhere. But the thing you sent. So, if anyone knows the. Oh, it's speculated that her corpse is the first he tried to exhume, although he may have been frustrated by a concrete vault. It was never examined, although one of the verified exhumations was adjacent to his mother's grave. If anyone's an Ed Gain expert and knows the answer to this question, then hit us up. Gain's mother may have pushed him downstairs as a child. Yeah, I bet. Oh, get this. This is on Ranker. It's saying Gain's mother pushed her desire for a daughter onto Ed. I wonder if that oh. had anything to do with it. I mean, that would fuck you up in the head. Maybe he, maybe, maybe she dressed him up. Yeah. Oh, but a sad life for everyone involved. For everyone involved. But mostly for people who don't subscribe to our Patreon. Oh, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and I think... I feel like he may have murdered his brother just to, like, keep his mother all to himself. Oh, 100%. He he just wanted to be mommy's special little boy. Because their dad died, and then it was just him and his brother and his mom. Do you think people out there, like, that are like this and just walking around, or do you think this comes, like, a person like that comes along once in, like, you know, a century or whatever, that intense? I think there's people like that walking around. Really? Yeah, there's definitely yeah, people I, walking around who are like, I'm going to cut off her face and put it on, you, you know. Think? I'm sure we've all come across someone yeah. who was thought about murdering us. I, I know think they just go to therapy now. No, but I know murdering. I'm talking about making lampshades out of faces. Probably. Yeah. There's some weird I, people out there, especially in Los Angeles and Hollyweird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they there's just more access to therapy now. Right. That's like, I mean, one of the, we're going to do our mini episode on where did all the serial killers go, but yeah. Yeah. And there's probably weird, like they watch like snuff films and stuff. So they yeah. don't have to actualize it. I want to read a book on like psychology of this because this is really interesting. 
Oh, yeah, that Dr. Peter something wrote a book called Serial Killers. Peter Vronsky? Yeah, he does a lot of true crime, serial killer stuff, psychopathology. Do you think that Ed Gain was, should have been put in jail? Or do you no. no. You think that it, yeah. Because what, because jail is all about rehabbing someone. And if he's just locked behind bars without anyone like talking to him or like trying to figure out why he did what he did, then what's the point, I guess? Yeah, I think he'd go more and more insane if he was in jail. Like He might harm his like people in jail. Yeah. Also, I think he'd just kill himself. Yeah. However, people do that. And also like imagine him like doing jail chores, like cleaning the bathrooms or like making license plates like he would kill himself or someone else. Yeah, he would for sure kill other people in the jail. You think? Yeah. See, I don't know if he would because it seems like he was doing. He he didn't. He only killed two people. <laughs> he only killed two. people. But I'm just saying, like he wasn't like a Richard Ramirez or whatever. Right. He was like it was like he was he was exhuming bodies and taking their parts and doing like experiments and stuff. I bet he yeah. would have like he probably would have tried to like skin his like cellmate or something or like even if they weren't women. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I think it I just think it's a good idea that he went to the mental institution. I mean, I think he was mentally unfit. Like I think I think he was I think he was criminally insane. Yeah, for sure. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, I think he was an insane person. But to answer one of our initial questions, I do think there is one picture where he looks hot. (laughs) <laughs> i actually think there's more than one picture where he looks hot he doesn't look hot he he doesn't it's just like he's he he doesn't are you sure he looks well, like on. he looks like a like a like a nerd he hold does on. look like kind of, kind of a dweeb yeah he looks like a dweeb Wait, i'm about to send everyone a picture you know he was the original inventor of mom jeans no. What? Uh, Melissa, come on. Oh. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> he looks like a a hard-working dweeb. He does, he does look yeah. like a hard he and he did work hard. Yeah. Hold on. That's not a hot picture to you? No. Uh, no. There's like something's younger off. photos of him maybe that are like You can tell something's off. Yeah, well, he's, yeah got, you, he's got crazy eyes. Yeah, He 100% has crazy eyes, for sure. I mean, as evidenced by... Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> that's our episode on Ed Gain. Ugh, this picture is horrible. I know, it's really bad, but look at that nipple no. belt, like, is well-constructed. Well if you would like to reach us, <laughs> Melissa, how can people reach us? You can send us an email at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. We're on Reddit and Facebook. You can... Hell yeah, we are. Yeah, reach out, send us some emails. We read them all on our Friday mini episodes. Leave us reviews and comments. They've all been really good. And everyone, please stay safe. Don't leave your house. Practice social distancing and wash your hands a lot. Wash your hands. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm Maria. (laughs) Cool. Bye. Bye.
My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.